0: Thursdays. Assuming this is coming out on a Thursday I don't know I'm not sure I'm hoping it's a Thursday Um, But yeah, if not You just listen to it whenever you listen to it And enjoy the fucking thing Anyway, I'm getting hard This is the worst intro I've ever done in my life John is here John, how are you? You take the I'm mic I'm
1: good, I'm good uh, I'm excited for this new little uh segment That we're going to be doing Not a this segment very Because good. it's a What would you call it? A new piece of content Obviously, because yeah, we've, ne- we've never done this kind of thing before.
0: Subsection to the um to the podcast. So We're diving for those into you- the
1: unknown, yeah. into the
0: unknown. What a banger! What a, banger. I what a that. banger! Um, so for those of you who remember way back when, when the Mandalorian season two released, I did a little series called Mandalorian Mondays, where I'd bring on some guests and we would talk through the Mandalorian, all things the Mandalorian, break down each episode and do it that way. Now, there's modern technology where we can watch something on Disney Plus as a group. So, me and John are both synced up, where we can both hit play and go through The Mandalorian. I'm uh, oh, sorry, Boba Fett. The Bob Book Fett. of Boba Fett is yeah. what we're going to be doing. And we're going to be watching it at the same time, whilst recording. And then what you can do as a listener, is you can get to the exact point where we are. We'll give you a countdown. You'll then hit play. You'll have one earpiece in. Or headphones on listening to the podcast and then have your um tv or whatever set up playing and you hit play at the same time and then you'll be able to listen to as it'll be as, it's as if we're all in the room watching it together that's I the guess. that's the beauty of technology Yeah. and the way it's going to be going forward is we're going to do this i think maybe we're undecided as to how john's going to do it but for this episode we've got me i've seen this three or four times already and John's never seen this episode. Uh-huh. So John you're getting a raw reaction and then my expertise you're getting is little breakdowns, little n- n- golden nuggets of information that I've I've managed to spot in in the catch up, okay? You'll
1: you'll be given as the easter eggs.
0: I will. Now, the way that this is going to work though is we're not going to pause it. Once we start it, we won't ever pause it, okay? So it is going to be a, it's going to be quite talkative in parts if i need to give you some information and all that sort of stuff so Mm -hmm. this is why i'm suggesting that you don't have to watch the episode for the very first time and listen to this podcast maybe do it on your second time through like maybe just watch the episode and then on your second time through listen to it with this and that'll be better anyway after the episode's done we're then going to talk about how we think and feel about that specific episode and then that'll be like a normal podcasty part right so that's the plan sound good Sounds sounds great to me, obviously. I'm one good to me. That was a text <laughs> message that I just got from McKinley, which I'm gonna reply to right now. Shutting. I know. We've got uh we got we got a little little bit left here to do, but then uh then we'll then we'll be good. Okay, John, what do you know about Boba Fett? Before we get started, let's just do a quick well, where where are you at in the world of Boba Fett? What do you know?
1: Boba Fett you know me, I'm easily confused. Uh Obviously, I like Star Wars, but I'm not like, I'm not knuckled down in the brain with all like, the ins and outs. So I always get confused as who came first, Bob or Django?
0: Okay, so Django Fett is first. Django so Fett Django is, is the, the dad. original. Okay, Boba Fett yeah. is the son.
1: All right. Well, so all right. just
0: on that, I guess I can explain. So in Attack of the Clones, we're introduced to a character called Django Fett, who's a bounty hunter. So uh-huh. the movie, the Star Wars, Attack of the Clones, Django Fett. Is the donor the clone original in which all the other clone troopers get modelled after? Yeah, and he has a pure clone who isn't sped up with aging process or anything, just an exact clone of himself, but normal aging and stuff, which he calls his son, which is Boba Fett, which is then what this TV show is then about. Um, Yeah, I I don't
1: know much. Don't know much about him. Because when does he come in? in? When does he come into? the obviously because boba is the he's the main boba fett in the the original trilogy right
0: okay so the original trilogy um he comes in in the second movie Uh so he comes in in empire strikes back and he's a bounty hunter and Mm -hmm. basically he is hired by darth vader to hunt down um luke skywalker han solo leia and all that um to to have them he basically is the one who hunts them down, captures them and gets them to Cloud City where he then gets Han Solo. The deal was he gets Han Solo, puts him in carbonite because Han Solo is wanted by Jabba the Hutt, the big worm looking guy. Uh-huh. Um, on He's got a bounty on his head. So basically uh, Boba Fett gets paid off by the Empire and by uh, Jabba the Hutt for delivering Han Solo in carbonite. Uh-huh. Then in the third of the original movies, uh, Return of the Jedi... The opening scene is at Jabba's palace and then Princess Leia in the golden bikini, most people will know that. In that whole fight scene at the Zarlac pit, which is a big worm in the ground earth. In the ground earth, in the, in the in the sand. In the earth. A uh, big wormy thing. Han Solo whacks uh Boba Fett in the back. His jetpack mm-hmm. sends him flying into the side of the ship and then he falls into the Zarlac pit. Yeah. And so, that I mean, is yeah, yeah. the end of Boba. Boba Fett So basically, he was a really cool character that George Lucas made. And then everyone loved him because of the look of his armor and how cool he was. But then he dies pretty poorly and you don't really see much action from him at all. But everyone thought he looked really cool. And then there was a bunch of authors and comic books and backstory to him that was really, really cool. And then in... Years and years later, they then make the the prequels, and then Django Fett is in it, but also gets killed off a little too quickly. Yeah. And then Boba Fett is just a kid, so that's sort of the linkage there. And then in the animated series, um, The Clone Wars, there are uh, Boba Fett-specific episodes where he's a kid, and he's trying to hunt down Mace Windu, who killed his dad. And he's doing all these stuff and becoming a bounty hunter and sort of showing you how he's growing up and how he gets into the bounty hunter world as like a kid Uh becomes like a powerhouse. But he's very angry and sort of all this and that. Then, fast forward years and years later, we have the TV series of The Mandalorian. And in The Mandalorian uh, Season 1, he's teased as sort of there's someone in Tatooine in all these black robes that we don't know who he is. And then in Season 2, he gets revealed and he's on the hunt for his armor. Okay?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, to fill you in if you haven't seen The Mandalorian super quickly, basically the jawas are those little things that go like Ooh, teeny, like little Ooh, like little cute like they got <laughs> you know no faces just glowing yellow eyes Ooh, yeah. teeny. <laughs> they like steal stuff all the time and basically they went to the they at some somehow some way um got hold of um boba fetts armor his mandalorian armor his helmet his jetpack his his pads all that sort of stuff And um, in Mandalorian Season 2, Boba Fett is reintroduced as hunting down the Mandalorian who ends up getting the armor because Boba Fett wants his armor back, okay? Yeah. And he gets it back, and then he helps him out. And then at the very end of the Mandalorian Season 2, he goes to Jabba the Hutt's palace, which is where he originally sort of died, um, supposedly. And he kills um, the guy who's in charge there now and sits on the throne. Mm -hmm. so that's all the backstory that you need basically he was born a clone raised into the world of bounty hunters became a really cool bounty hunter supposedly died by falling into this worm pit in the ground on tatooine then came back in the mandalorian hunted down his armor then joined forces once he got his armor back with the mandalorian to then help him and baby yoda out and at the very end of that season he kills the guy and takes over jabba's palace so now he is in all essence, Jabba the Hutt, so he is now a crime lord. He's the, is he's the, the leader.
1: He is the new Jabba the Hutt. And the Book I of Boba Fett forgot.
0: is going through him now being a crime lord and probably giving you some backstory as to what went on beforehand when he was a kid and or grown up and, and all that sort of stuff.
1: I forgot that he was actually the guy in The Mandalorian Season 2. Yeah, like when that's Yoda, him. when BB, when Grogu, should I say? So baby Yoda. he
0: gets he gets his armor back, um, and fucking like me and Cammy recorded that episode, and I said that it's probably the coolest scene of Star Wars I've ever seen in my life. Like, yeah. he gets his armor back, and he fucks shit up, like he murders uh-huh. people left, right, and center, and is brutal about it. And so, I was just super happy. What was really cool though is in Mandalorian season two, he's sort of. He's grown up like when in all the stuff in the Clone Wars, he's a really angry kid and is yeah. very angry all the time and is, is just doing stuff for the money and, and it's all this and that. And then when you see him in Empire Strikes Back, he's more calm and collective, but he's a bad guy, like really bad guy. Like, you know, he takes away Han Solo. But then again, sort of on reflection, I don't know if he is a bad guy, or if he's just doing the job he's paid for sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So then when he comes back in Mandalorian, he kicks ass and is an extreme fighter but he's not a bad guy. He's just doing, he honors what he says he's going to do. Yeah. So at some point, and I think this is what the book of Boba Fett is going to get into at some point between being a really angry kid to sort of a, a guy who deals in respect and sort of is a man of his word somewhere in the middle there, I think, and I think this is what the book of Boba Fett is going to get into at some point is that I think he had a change of heart in a way or something happened to him where he was like, he's not too, he's not just angry all the time. He's more like disciplined. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's 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 you all filled in and, and I'm ready to go with this episode, I think.
1: Yeah, let's get right into it.
0: Yeah, so as I said, this is John's first time ever watching it. This is my like fifth time by now, so I'm gonna point out some things to you if you're all good with that, John. Of course. And any yeah. questions you have or issues or whatever, I will fill you in. And also anything really obvious I will try and uh, try and yeah, nod that in as we go. Okay. Mm-hmm. So for everyone listening, you need to have season one. Episode one. It's called Chapter one, the book of Boba Fett. Um, I think it's called the the strange, on on strange ground or something like that. Season one, episode one. We are currently twenty eight seconds in, and we can see two suns on Tatooine, and that's what we can see. So I'll 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 fill in. So get to twenty eight seconds and then pause it, and then. Basically, what we did, we just skipped a little title intro sort of thing, and we're, we're right at the very start of the episode. Yeah. And then when we hit play, we'll be synced and you'll be synced, and we'll do a countdown. Okay? Okay, so Let's get, get to 28 it. seconds. Hopefully, you're all there. I'm going to do a countdown. John, you don't need to hit play, because I'll hit play, and it'll do it for us both. Perfect. Okay? So, here we go. It's going to be three, two, one, play, and that's how it's going to work. Okay? So, here we go. 28 seconds in. 3, 2, one. Play. And we are in. This is Jabba the Hutt's pa- Well, it was Jabba the Hutt's palace. I guess now it is Boba Fett's palace. Bob on Tatooine. So I believe all this original... Sort of the layout of this, they had to rebuild it just based on old images and old yeah. sort of like what they thought it was going to be. But that's where Jabba the Hutt used to sit and now there's just a throne there. Now it's empty. Ooh, the music in this is epic. Sounds pretty cool. Ludwig is the guy who does the music. There's, there's our, that's Boba, right? This is Boba. So when we saw him in the Mandalorian season two, he was all scarred up and all, and you can see him now. He's slightly better looking. So that's Kamino. That's the planet where that's he's the, from, yeah. where he was made. all the clones were made there. Oh. This is the scene of him when his dad, Django Fett, just died from Attack of the Clones. Mace Windu cut his fucking head off. This is him in the belly of the Zarlac pit.
1: So, this is him when we thought he died?
0: This is when we thought he died. This is him in the Zarlac pit. It looks awesome.
1: Like they've made it real look at gruesome the, yeah, looking look at like, like incredible. Clones are there! Wow. I know. You gotta get out of there, Boba.
0: Okay, so here's what's interesting about this, right? So there's a stormtrooper in here, but in the Return of the Jedi, when they were all being eaten by the Zark Pit, there was no stormtroopers there. Was it? Was it clones? But for those who don't know, the Zarlacc pit, basically the whole thing is that you will be slowly digested over the course of a thousand years. Yeah. So, yeah. So basically, where that stormtrooper probably came from is when they were searching for the droids in the first movie. Where like they'd been down looks oh, look, sir, droids. They think the, the, the running theory online is it might have been one of them. He got out. That's him getting out.
1: Oh, he looks like ass.
0: Yeah, he does look like ass. He looks like ass for most of this first episode. <laughs> Slight spoilers, I guess. <laughs> I don't, it looks like the like is dead in the background there, but I don't yeah. really know. So yeah, this is the wreck of um Jabba the Hutt's sail barge. So this is what Luke fucks up and sort of destroys and blows up. And then these are the Jawas coming to to he search the wreckage. These are that Oh Ooh, yeah, cuz that's so that's how they they get his armor. Yeah, so this is now full steering it into Mandalorian season 2. The Jawas are taking his armor. And then Cobb Vanth then buys it off the Jawas, and so on and so forth. If you've seen The Mandalorian, you'll you'll that all make sense. It
1: all clicks together. hmm Houdini. Hm. gets
0: knocked the fuck out.
1: Yeah, that was that was but a brutal blow. He
0: obviously took all his strength just trying to get the fuck out yeah. of the Zarek pit, which. I cannot get over how they how they filmed the Zarlak pit like it looked pretty gruesome. gruesome. The music here is awesome, like they use like m- male like vocals, so these alien people are called sand people mm-hmm. they're pretty much in all movies. But they look different, actually. So normally sand people are in just, like, tan-colored stuff, like their masks. But these guys are in kind of, like, dark brown, brown and black. And they've got a lot more decoration on them. So you can see how fucked up his face is. Yeah. This is gross. Oh. I don't know what that is. That's, like, a quick revive or something. It looked like a off carrot quick quiz John what's the name of the things they're riding
1: what do the sand people ride does it begin with a T begins with a B boskins
0: banthers ah that was close that was close banther fodder
1: I got the first letter right (laughs) Obi-Wan in A
0: New Hope says oh sand people always ride single file to cover their numbers these tracks are side by side
1: Ah, I remember that one now. So that's them all trying to... Oh, Joe. Joe's FaceTime. Hang up on that bitch. It's okay.
0: (laughs) He's getting dragged for like a long while here. Like, walking, dragging, like in the desert, and he's like... All he's had so far, as far as we know, for for food or drink is his head right now looks like a testicle. Just pointing that out. Um, Yeah, all he's had is that weird carrot juice, whatever that was. Carrot sperm. The actor who um, plays Boba Fett is 60 years old. Oh, really? Which is nuts, considering all the martial art fighting and stuff that he does. In Mandalorian Season 2, he fucks shit up. Hmm. Book of Boba Fair intro. (laughs) Boom, boom, boom. stranger in a strange land. Which I don't know if that makes sense, because he's not in a strange land, because he's on Tatooine quite a bit with Jabba in his past. So So this, I believe, is the first kid sand person we've ever seen. I was going to say he looked a little bit younger a bit smaller yeah a bit smaller again gender and whatever I don't really know in Sand People but he's got a stick and he looks smaller than the rest of them so I'm assuming he's a kid they all look like kids they're not very not very nice people anyway yeah so but these Sand People as I said like going back to the original Sand People look a lot more ragged these guys have got like necklaces on and sort of jewellery and are in nicer materials so I don't know if this is like a, a more well-off type of sand person. Also, he gets knocked out again there. So that's like two concussions in like a like, short know, period of time. Two days.
1: Oh. <laughs> this
0: is the sand people's dog. I don't. I don't know what they're called. The guy next to him looks like Greedo, and they're called, um. Yeah. Ro. Uh. Not Ronin's. Ro- fuck. Sorry, I'm blanking on what they're called. I'll, I'll remember in a sec. But Greedo is another bounty hunter who Han Solo shoots in the face. The whole hand shot first Gre- thing.
1: Greedo shot first, yeah. <sighs> see this dodgy HDMI lead, man. Do you see how fucking ballsy
0: Baba is here? Just doesn't give a fuck. Right? He's like, what the
1: fuck are you looking at? He's getting closer and closer, and he's still like, I'm going to break out here. That's a scary looking dog. That's like a dinosaur.
0: Yeah. They're in the Mandalorian as well. You see them with the sand people. Smart though, uses his teeth to break his bindings. Uh-huh. Rodian. Rodian, there you go. Yeah, I was thinking Ronin, but because they have one. This guy's a little bitch boy though, like he like calls him out. always oh, awake so he knocked over the child there and stole yeah. his little stick thing but he didn't hit him and the he dog he that. knocked out and then sort of like stroked him yeah like so he's not he's not being he's not a big bad. bad guy here you know what i mean like this is what i'm I was trying to say before the episode started that he's not he doesn't seem to be like, like a either. killer. Like, I'm going to kill everyone and fuck everyone up. I'm a bad guy sort of thing. He seems more restrained. So I'm thinking the guy with the big stick has got to be like the leader of this leader, tribe yeah. Or, yeah. Or, or group or whatever. And I think that this is his like ultimate warrior. Now what's interesting, the weapon on her back is what... You see him within, when he when he, when he he first shows up in Mandalorian Season 2, he's got that weapon. It's like a sound oh, really? people's sort of main weapon. Yeah, it's got a big bulbous thing on the end, like a club, and the other end's yeah. like a spike. Kind of like a scorpion tail, and a, and a, uh, well, it's got both ends of a spike, but one's got the bulbous sort of club bit on it. So if I'm doing some predicting here, I'm guessing at some point he's going to get he's gonna... a proper weapon yeah. from these guys, but... I think I could go as a, as this sand person to like a ha- Halloween thing and that would look sick. That would look pretty cool. Like the goggles, the the face mask and then yeah. sort of the the weird whatever handle around the neck. So, two two Ooh. points of interest here. Either he's just well, he's obviously super drained and tired and weak. And doesn't have his armor and all that, so he's not, you know, he got bested there. Yeah. But then, other thing is, again, thinking forward to Mandalorian Season 2, which is the future ahead of what this is now, he knows how to use a club and sort of really does some fucking damage. So you could speculate that these people are going to teach him how to fight using their weaponry at some point, or he's just going to, I don't know, be better or something. He's most likely
1: going to show them his worth. Mm Mm-hmm as to why not to kill him okay so use him.
0: that was all the flashback obviously yeah so that's Fennec Shand and she's in Mandalorian season 2 she's the one that he saves and then she sort of pledges legion to him So that's a healing chamber so you can see how much better he looks now less he scars looks, yeah. and he's got eyebrows
1: back which is huge he looks less like a ball sack.
0: Yeah. Eyebrows on a bald head really make a huge difference.
1: <laughs> yeah. This part is sick. Just... He's getting geared up. Getting his armor on, you know?
0: So, in the originals, he had white. In fact, in the flashback there, you saw it. When he crawled out the Zarlak bit, he's in like a white under sort of garment. Uh-huh. And his new armor, quote-unquote new armor, it's the same armor, just freshly painted. And then he wears black now underneath it. And it looks really cool. <laughs> so. So yeah, used to work for him as a hired bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. So the joke about needing a protocol droid, I think that's a play on because C-3PO becomes mm-hmm. Jabba's. So that droid is also in the originals with Jabba the Heart. He's the torture droid. Is he? Mm-hmm. He tortures
1: This
0: guy's annoying as fuck. So I think this is foreshadowing what's going to be coming an issue in the future.
1: Uh-huh. Because
0: there's clearly some issue there. Also, Bib Fortuna was the the previous crime lord of this palace after Jabba the Hutt. He was the pink right-hand man of Jabba the Hutt. And then when Jabba died, he then became the, the sort of leader. The, yeah. I think they're the same species of alien. Bibfortuna. No, I think Bibfortuna actually is a different species. Yeah, no, they're not the same. He says he's not going to torture. Which again. I think. Is different from like the kid version of Boba Fett that we know. Yeah. So yeah. Here we see again like. Boba Fett sort of dealing in respect as opposed to like fear or or yeah, anything could, like that.
1: He could easily just kill them
0: to send a message to anybody else. That exactly, loyal but to. he's decided he's not going to. And there's ongoing things throughout this episode that he's doing differently. Like this right here, they're about to talk about it. Jabba the Hutt had to be carried, though. He was a fat worm. Yeah, he, he wasn't oh, getting nowhere. Okay, yet, so. listen to this music. It's a slowed-down version of the original Cantina song. Oh, really? Yeah, you know that... yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a slowed down version, slightly slightly changed version of the original, and I love it.
1: Huh.
0: These twilights are fucking ripped. Like you don't normally see ripped twilights. I'm not into aliens, but she's she's really she's, a, she's kind a of Alien, <laughs> you know. I'm not gonna say it, but yeah, yeah. There's some flirting going on here.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, a little touch of the arm there.
0: Yeah. Well, this is some like, gangster shit going on here, right? So they obviously have some sort of illegal operation happening here, as well as legal. And yeah. he's like the crime lord, so he's supposed to like oversee everything and make sure that they're protected and safe. Mm-hmm. And then they give him his helmet back full of money, so it's kind of like payment they're for that protection. Yeah. So yeah, his plan so far from what we know is that he's trying to keep everything Jabba the Hutt had and sort of keep the big line there Jabba ruled with fear I intend to rule with respect it's kind of Godfather-esque
1: yeah oh here we go here we
0: have some ninja type people I don't recognize them or know where they're from they're kind of like a pirate Oh no! They have, yeah, they have. Ootini! Oh, oh, there they are, fucking scrapping the second they can. I've never seen these force field kind of shield things, other than the Gungans using them in Phantom Menace. So not quite sure. Those were the, were those the guys with the. Jar Jar Binks and that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they use sort of force field shields. This is cool. But it doesn't work. (laughs) Also, raising a quick question here. He has a jetpack. Why does he not just fly over them? I don't know. It bugs me. Like He has a jetpack on right now. And we know it works. So
1: Maybe he doesn't want to show that he's got one.
0: Maybe, but, I mean, it's pretty obviously there, too. Like, and most people know... Oh, yeah,
1: go on, son.
0: This is him showing his strength and resilience. Oh, <laughs> chokeslam. Choke slammed him. So, yeah, we have no connection as to who these people are and there's no markings on them that i can see or any similarity to something so i generally don't know who or why they're attacking him but and the Gamorians like coming to his aid is quite interesting considering he just spared their life and they're already proving that that's a good idea that guy gets fucked up So, yeah, even now, he's, like, still kind of, like... So, I'll be honest, that first fight disappointed me. Because... It wasn't up to much. In The Mandalorian Season 2, like, he fucks shit up. Like, he really does. And this one, I know he was aggressively outnumbered and was confined into a little den, but he did have a jetpack on, and we know he's a good fighter, so why is he sort of... You know, being carried away and why is Fennec Shan the one on the chase? Also, he the actor for, uh, for Boba Fett is sixty one years old, and the actor for Fennec Shan, this girl here, she's fifty eight years old. Wow. And they're both doing all this fighting and martial arts and flips and stuff. Like that's nuts.
1: Do they do all their own stunts? Yeah. Do they?
0: Well, I know Fennec Shan does all of hers. I don't know if he's doing all of his in all fairness. But she does all of that's hers. She's like a professional martial arts. She was
1: um she was in Marvel's Agents of Shield, and she was yeah. I think you told me this before. I think that was the first
0: bit of free running I've ever seen in Star Wars. A little bit of parkour. That was cool. So the one who defend, who surrendered, she, she killed, killed, yeah. And the one who didn't, she left alive, which makes sense because the one who, I don't know, I just I don't know why you get the you get the. The one who might know more, I guess. So he's straight yeah, back into the got, back. You've got the loyal one to that attack. would die to
1: keep the secrets hidden.
0: Yeah, so now we're flashback in. I mean, he really is a testicle. He's not looking great. No eyebrows. It's not good. He forgot
1: his sun cream, that's for sure.
0: Yes, yeah, so now we're flashing back to where we were. After his escape, he's now back tied up. so yeah unfortunately that first fight yeah i've i've every time i've watched it i've been left feeling disappointed and i'm also concerned because it doesn't really bode well for his future as like a crime lord leader if he just got beat up in front of public like in a public space too like you know yeah and he had to be carried away by his bodyguards it doesn't exactly show much strength at this point There's a lot of walking in this episode. Lots of walking in the desert. What's interesting here is that it's just the child with a stick and the dog. Like I know they're in chains and all that, but like if he were to have another breakout attempt, he could. could we already
1: know that he's bested both of these alien creatures right so why then he's like i've broken free but i'm in the middle of the desert with no idea where i am yeah
0: okay so this right here i cannot confirm oh wait that looks like it looks like skywalker's place luke skywalker's home right like it it does look like that a lot and it's definitely yeah. a moisture farm like you can see the water sprouting out of the ground there but that doesn't look like anybody that i know and yeah they're spray painting this 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 sort of graffitiing the sides like i don't so i don't i don't basically all this to say i don't think this is luke skywalker's home i think this is just supposed to look like it to to well i think that oh, yeah, it's t- just a t- job t- to look like, like the same there's, yeah yeah there's tons they're on tatooine and there's tons of moisture farmers everywhere so like it yeah it, this could just be what the houses there look like but it does look suspiciously like luke skywalkers but timeline wise this is now return of the jedi so right now luke skywalker is probably watching master yoda die and then is going to be preparing to go to endor and fight mm-hmm. Darth Vader and the final that's sort of the timeline of where we're at right now as best bet so as to who would be living in Luke's family home right now i i don't know it could be it, it probably is somebody else cuz that's two movies later so i don't know what these little flower potato things are called but in The Mandalorian Season 2, we find out that it's what the sand people drink. So I'm assuming it's a little cactus-like plant that stores water. And then yeah. they can... His fingers are so floppy. <laughs> They're like little, little suckers, you know? Huh. I'm going to do a quick Google to find out if that was Luke's home.
1: Boba doesn't... He's not really good at this, is he? He's not
0: great at digging, no. But he is a bounty hunter, so... Should he be good at digging? I
1: don't know. There we go.
0: dog i don't know if we can call that a dog i mean i've got a dog that's a dinosaur like that, but... dinosaur dog a that dino a doggo?
1: Di- dino dog yeah his kid's just like chilling now too like i don't know he's living the high life to be fair he's probably thinking like i've tried to run once got captured, they had multiple chances to kill me.
0: This is funny, listen to what he says.
1: Found here
0: when he starts digging this thing, there's enough at this point for me, anyway, to stop digging. Oh, yeah, shit. So, this creature I have no idea what it's called, and we've never seen it in Star Wars, but it might be in a video game or something like that.
1: Holy shit. Oh, I'm not the dino dog. It's He's getting fucked up pretty big. This
0: guy's got a, a lot of limbs. Oh. Yeah, he's fucking dead. Kid gets fucking knocked.
1: Oh. That's like a centaur. It is kind of, right? It's like a desert centaur. Yeah, yeah, the same shape but
0: just... So the the internet is undivided. I don't know if that's Luke's home or not
1: but probably not is the decision. It's probably just to keep kind of... I think
0: it's like a little easter egg but it's not like... Yeah. Yeah. It's not the actual home. I mean it makes sense. They were out clearly looking for water so why not check up on that place first? Yeah. I don't know if they were planning on stealing the water or they have a deal maybe or or they just saw the smoke and went towards it. There we fucking go. Boba Fett's badass kill.
1: That was pretty impressive to be fair.
0: the classic sand people scream sort of shout
1: there.
0: <laughs> I moved away from the microphone there so hopefully that wasn't too loud for you yeah see the decoration well, on these people like they've got like jewels and, and yeah, silver and shiny. Like, they're definitely a higher class sand people like gotta be So the kid to me here looks like he's celebrating and explaining that he killed the beast? Yeah. Maybe, or he is explaining the story of how... But he's getting pat on the back as if it's him, so I don't know. But then, yeah, we have the, uh, the chief leader or whatever you want to call him sort of paying his respect and saying thank you, giving him the water. So maybe the chief worked it out. He probably worked out. All that. All right. Good. And that's the I end like, of episode one. I like that. So it goes through the concept art, but we've, we've paused it. We've stopped there now. So, all right. So initial thoughts, initial conclusion. What do you think? Episode one.
1: Uh, no I enjoyed it Uh, I liked the again I see what you're saying about the first fight scene we see it lacks a bit of like wow factor Yeah. Uh, but I enjoyed that last fight scene that fucking beast was cool as fuck
0: yeah so I think it's interesting for a few reasons one honestly so the very very first time I saw this episode I was underwhelmed I would say yeah but I love mean, um, I love I, I loved certain bits like I'm gonna and I'm gonna explain which bits I really loved um but just because of that first fight with him in his armor and stuff, I was underwhelmed because I he gets he gets beaten up and loses too many times in this first episode. Mm-hmm. So even like you know the the fact that his you know he, he wins at the zaralike pit and crawls out and whatnot but then he gets knocked out by a Jawa. Which is like, ugh, that's pretty. You know, I get he's tired. I, that makes sense. But then the Sand People, his first fight, he breaks out and then gets beaten up real easily and then gets knocked out again. And then gets kicked by a bunch of kids and gets knocked out again. And then his first fight in the future with all his armor and stuff, he, you know, gets beaten up pretty badly. And it's just. He lost too many times in this episode for me to be, like, psyched and as pumped as I was beforehand. Mm-hmm. Because in The Mandalorian, he's just, like, he's the ultimate fighter. He's, like, mm-hmm. he's awesome. Like, he's. He's cool he's king of shit, literally. So the very first episode of this where he's now the King Crime Lord, I was very underwhelmed and upset that he didn't show that power that I think that he has and know that he mm. has. But yeah, on the second and third time watching it through though, understanding that this is what's good about T V shows versus a movie, is that this isn't it. This is like I don't want to judge this yeah, by episode this is, one. This is a like, feeler. Yeah, this is just like the setup, and the most important thing I think about this episode is showing the backstory of how he survived the like pit, and then going through mm-hmm. sort of that process to to catch up. So, I don't think that they need too too much to happen with his future right now. Just sort of more, it's more about the backstory this episode.
1: That's what I'm feeling. I th- I feel that like this is the bu- for the first episode anyway. The backstory was more interested than the future like after like he gets his armor back yeah uh, like it definitely seems like it's, it's well watching it it's more interesting seeing how he yeah survived the the Zarlac pit was it called
0: yeah how Zarlac he
1: survived pit. that and then how he like got captured by the um the sand, sand people. people and now now he's he's kind of proven uh, that's that's what uh, i kind of thought that's where we were gonna go like he was gonna show that he did have some like he had some he had a good reason for them and not kill him yeah uh, so, so i feel like now we're gonna get to see a little bit more of like how like where where does he go from there
0: yeah exactly i i agree with you the Sarlacc, so the czarlacc pit like needed i arguably it did and it didn't like i was totally fine with the fact that he survived the Sarlacc pit like i didn't really need to know how Mm -hmm. but seeing it and seeing how they did it and how cool they made the inside look and sort of his sort of escape and literally crawling out to like freedom and stuff like i think really is actually kind of cool to see it shows his grit and determination and just that he's a at the very bare bones he's a survivor Mm -hmm. um but i also think it shows pretty cool that he's starting from literally nothing like so he's his arm has been stripped from him he's at his weakest point he's injured he's scarred he doesn't even have eyebrows like he has nothing right and then from there he goes all the way to becoming the crime lord of like Tatooine so i like the, the that they showed that starting point in this episode 1 to then really show hopefully where he's going to end up and and, mm-hmm. and sort of go to um but yeah it's an interesting series because there is like it's sort of split between two things and it showed it in season one. It needs to show where he went from the original movies to get to the Mandalorian. And then it needs to show from the end of the Mandalorian Mandalorian. into the future as to where he's going to go. And it's sort of covering those two sides of it. So I think there are going to be a lot of
1: flashbacks and a lot of filling in. Um, I like that though, because you're getting two separate storylines through a course of a yeah, I
0: just don't, I don't know how long it's gonna go on for. Like, I don't know if this whole season is gonna be split, or if in the first three episodes they're gonna get We're it to so where it's caught it. up yeah. to the Mandalorian, and then it's just gonna, and as that's happening, maybe the future storyline something big's about to happen. So then they just dedicate the rest of the season to that. Mm-hmm. Um, as it's called the Book of Boba Fett, I kind of want them to go even further back. I want them to show a little bit more about from his like childhood into sort of becoming. There's big, there's a there's a story that I really want them to tell. So his helmet has always had a dent Um above the left yeah, eye. That dent always. Yeah. Like and even when he fixed it and repainted it, the dent's still there. And there's an episode that got cut from the Clone Wars. I don't know why they cut it, but the whole thing is basically he came in a shootout with a bounty hunter called Cobb Vanth. Um, who's really cool and awesome. So I'm hoping they maybe do that. They show him as a kid and sort of showing him getting to where he sort of becomes a bounty hunter for a job at the hut or whoever and i'm hoping they might show that scene but yeah so far so good um just yeah the, my first initial i i think i just, i was too excited for this you know i really yeah, wanted it it was to built kick too off much for yeah because it's just a pilot like yeah if i ju- if i just take this episode on the flashback of his sort of grind from nothing to sort of the sand people stuff it's it's pretty good um there's a little bit too much walking in the sand yeah. arguably but yeah his final fight and like strangling that beast like and showing that he is like a fighter and when he gets his strength back and when he gets his armor back even more importantly he's going to be a killer and
1: like powerful i think it's pretty cool well yeah it's pretty impressive that he took that thing down with no armor mm-hmm. nothing I've, but a chain that's attached to his ankle to my point i was saying at the start about how
0: he goes from being angry kid to suddenly this sort of godfather dealing with respect rather than fear sort yeah. of character I think that when he's a kid, he actually dealt in fear quite a bit if you go back and watch the Clone Wars like series or if you've seen that. So I think there needs to be a flashback where something humanizes him a bit or mm-hmm. something matures him a bit. And I don't know if it's going to be a love interest or maybe he lost someone or whether it's going to be that I don't know, there was there was a job that he was asked to do that was like murdering kids or or something wrong and he made a switch. But I think that they need to show something that sort of, Shows how, how he went he from his upbringing of pure rage and hatred against Mace Windu and against everything to to this sort of gonna lead and rule with respect sort of thing. Maybe there's a mission that Jabba the Hutt sent him on where he had to yeah kill a bunch of kids or something, and he was like, yeah, I'm not. I don't think I
1: want to be this kind of the opposite of Anakin because that's where he that's where he really turns. The kind of. On. Yeah, true. Like he kills really, kids. And he's like, fuck yeah. That's just like boom. Fucking yeah. full on evil. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's the great thing about TV shows. You might be disappointed with the first one, but there's hopefully another nine more episodes because that's what The Mandalorian was, right? Ten episodes a season? Yeah, I think so. Um, Hmm. But yeah, the next one comes
0: out tomorrow. So as I said, these are going to be releasing, Book of Boba Fett's are going to be releasing on Thursdays. Um, And we should probably do it where we can try and catch up. So what we might do is not this week... This week you'll be one step behind so episode 1 is going to release while episode 2 is already
1: out but then maybe it gives you time to like go forward well, and sort of do that Yeah cuz that's a thing why cuz so if if the episode comes out on a Wednesday mhm a lot of people would probably rewatch the first episode on the Tuesday maybe so what if we were to release it on a Tuesday or a Monday leading into the Tuesday that it then they can watch it for the second Look at Bob time. Book Boba Fett listening. Tuesdays
0: or just Mandalorian yeah. Mondays continued sort of thing. I guess he is Mandalorian nah, kind of. No,
1: we could do Boba Fett Tuesdays. Boba Fett Tuesdays and do that? Yeah. All right, that way okay. They, they can list, They can watch the episode either on the, the Tuesday night mm-hmm. or the Wednesday morning before the... Okay, well, this episode is going to release
0: tonight, which is technically yeah. a Tuesday, so that works. Yeah, and then can you can watch it, when, listen to yeah, it, yeah, and then go. the following one. Okay, fair enough. We'll do that. Alright, so hopefully you catch up and then you'll wait, have a few days to watch it and rewatch it and whatever and then you can listen to it, with our commentary on it before watching your next one on the following mm-hmm. Tuesday. Okay, that makes sense. I'm good with that. And it gives, gives you time, John, to, to watch the episode as well if you want to. What do you think? Would you rather watch the episode going into it completely raw or would you like to watch it and then go through it talking about what you liked, what you didn't like, stuff like that? How'd that I work kinda, for you? I
1: kind of liked watching it raw.
0: With me talking, that wasn't annoying, though? Like, no, it was You could no, still hear wasn't, and stuff?
1: No, yeah, because I, I, I always watch stuff with subtitles, so... Okay. Like, even if there is a little bit of dialogue that yeah. I'm reading, I can still listen. Yeah, that's um, smart.
0: I, I often watch Star Wars stuff no, no, I, with subtitles, because the audio description stuff, too, because then it tells you what's happening. Yeah. Sometimes you get little sneak, sneak Easter eggs in it. Um, okay, no, then, yeah, so, so you... I, yeah, I preferred that i guess it's your choice if you want to watch like you know if you we'll just announce it on the episode like whether it's raw or whether it's not for you it's never going to be raw for me i watch i wake up at 5 a.m and i watch them like i'm gonna <laughs> like i cannot like i don't i really don't give a shit whether people think that i'm a big old nerd or anything like i live and breathe star wars like it just is yeah. it's my i have you know i have a i have a busy life and it is my purest escape so I hope that my knowledge and geeking out on it can give other people some, some excitement too. If not, no worries. Like, you know, everyone's got their thing. But uh, yeah. Okay, we'll wrap this up as a we'll Boba Fett up. Tuesday now, even though I've been talking Fett about it Tuesday. on a Thursday. But Boba Fett Tuesdays, Book of Boba Fett Tuesday. We're going to wrap that up. I think I'm going to use new a different intro song yeah. and outro to sort of separate so this. And the artwork will be different as well. I'll do something different there. But... Yeah. I'm still gonna count it towards the episode number count, so this will technically be episode forty-seven of the yeah. Pineapple Theory podcast, but it's uh, a book of Boba Fett. Yeah, because it's still the the yeah. pineapple. It's Theory, still. But it's, I, it's I like, like soft... the fact that all our episodes go up. It's just sort of a a cap a section within it, you know. Yeah. yeah. So we'll we'll do it that way. Okay. Well, so we'll sign off with our normal outro. We won't hear any music just now, but I'm editing in the music as we speak, so yeah. that you'll hear it. So. Make sure you follow us at Pineapple Theory school Podcast, where we post all the latest and greatest stuff. If I remember to do it, I've been one of your hosts, Reese, with my co-host John. As always, you stay classy, San Diego, and we shall see you fucking later. Goodbye. 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 <laughs>